Hello and welcome to the comic wrap up. I am your host, Michael Maxwell. Joining me as always is my co-host, Mr. John Narcomi. Hello. John, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm great. It's been so long since I've seen you. I know, like days. <laughs> At least two or so. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> uh, what uh, the inside joke there, the reason that we're laughing like schoolgirls is because John was uh, guesting on my other show, The Jack of All Nerds. Yes, I was. On Sunday nights on chaoticradio.com. And it was a blast. It was hilarious. It was. There was a, a, lot, of, a lot of laughs yeah. to be held on. Laughs were had. Uh, as we talked about Game of Thrones. Oh. <sighs> Uh, so, yes, the comic wrap-up presented by Jack of All Nerds Podcast and Four Color Fantasies Comic Book Store, located at, <laughs> I should have this address memorized, but I don't, located, located at somewhere in America, <laughs> 8045 Archibald Avenue, suite number 120 in Rancho Cucamonga, California. Check them out on the website at www.fourcolorfantasies.com, that's with the number four, or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Four color fantasies. John, do you have stuff you? Uh... Uh, yeah, I do. I gotta. You're never prepared. I'm never prepared because I, I don't memorize I'll go. anything. Yeah, you I'll go, go, then I'll go. Uh, you can also <laughs> check out my other show, Jack of All Nerds, at uh, facebook.com forward slash Jack of All Nerds, at our website, www.jackofallnerdspodcast.com. That's also where you can find this podcast as well, uh, the comic wrap up. So right, oh, I'm ready now. What's, oh, you're ready now? Yes. Okay. So go this ahead. is uh, I draw stuff. So obviously you can find me as usual at www.drawhard.com. Hit the links, friend me on Facebook, all that kind of fun stuff. And also April 18th through the 20th, I will be at WonderCon uh, under the name of J&J Studios with my pal Jimmy Perspell in booth uh, SP16. So come out and see me if you're at WonderCon. Come look at some artwork, buy some pictures, have a good time, participate in the many shenanigans that I will be participating in myself. And uh, yeah, that's what I got. Excellent stuff. So are you, should I unmute you? Are you joining us? Okay. Brady's here. He's just mocking okay, us. Okay, try, try that out. Testing. Hello. There you go. All right, we cool. are being joined by Mr. Chris Brady, the owner of Four Color Fantasies. Woo, Four Color forever. Well, he sounds so excited about his own store. <laughs> just makes me want to come in here more and shop. I don't have to encourage you. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, I think we need to start this off by talking about Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, oh that man. little thing? That, oh, yeah. Man. The thing that everybody's like, oh, it's better oh. than Avengers. I'm like, oh, the greatest movie I've ever seen in forever. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. How could you not do that? 96.2 million at the box office this weekend. So we and, shouldn't be rooting. And did you hear that number anybody. three is going up against Superman Batman? Yeah. I, yes. yeah and, oh, wow. How am I going to do that? Let's see. Which theater Same will weekend. I be in? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. You got to stack them. One at I 10 will. o'clock and do, one at hey, That's what I think I'm going to do. I'm going to sell a double feature package. We'll just do one at 10 and one at oh, midnight. That would be awesome. Oh, I'm excited about that, that now. That's work, actually <laughs> pretty good. I'm like, Ooh. You get two shirts for the price of one. No, a lie. That's no, yeah, no, you yeah. have to double the price yeah, on yeah, that. It's going to be a little bit more. You just split the design on the shirt. There it is, half and half. <laughs> just do a slash in the middle of the box. <laughs> just do the DC Omegon character. With the oh, yeah, the half, Superman. Cap, half Superman. Superman. Yeah, yeah. That'll work. 
people don't know back in the 90s. They, no, they do. Yeah, they, they, they still want it to happen. And I'm like, no, that will no. never happen. They hate each other. Yeah. No. Marvel and DC hate each other. Yeah, it's over. That was the last uh, piece right there. The, the, that, the that was snideness when they refer to each other at meetings and stuff. It's just, yeah, you'll never see a conglomeration book again, ever. Actually, they, they did have some decent artists and like a... Uh, John Romita Jr. did the Thorian and yeah, the they take new the guys. Best, they that, take the best of their groups and put them together, but it'll yeah, never happen. Yeah, it never happened again. <laughs> so what uh, personal feelings, how did you guys feel about Captain America, oh, come the on. Winter Soldier? As soon as I got done watching it, I wanted to see it again. Like, I went home, I wanted to talk about it to everybody who didn't see I, it. <laughs> I, I just wanted to watch it on my TV. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but... um. No, I'm actually kind of excited to see what happens in the Marvel Universe online, on TV, actually, because, you know, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., now they're going to be out there. Yeah, they're out of the job and stuff. What's going on, you know? And plus, if you watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the last episode, they were getting hunted down by the Hydra group. Yeah. Within Shield. Spoiler, so. spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Hey, since I haven't watched that yet. You, know, I, you had a week. I watch it on Hulu, like every, so I, it's it's everything's like every, delayed a week. Yeah. Right? Hulu Plus. <laughs> um, no, I'm not paying for free TV. <laughs> you can borrow mine. Yeah, that's actually when I, as I was watching it, I was thinking, how is this going to affect the next episode because of, yeah. of what happens in the movie? And oh yeah, so I, I saw a little article online about uh, from Joss Whedon talking about that how they're going to be more on their own now, out in the sticks, you know, just surviving on their own. Who do you trust and all that stuff like the, that? The one so, thing that trips me out about the Shield uh, TV show is the uh, Ming Ma, I think's her name, the Asian girl. Yeah, she's she's, evil, she's yeah. like fifty two years old. Yeah. I'm like that is and a, more spoilers. Yeah, she's like she's a turncoat. Oh yeah, well I got that part where she's ratting out. She's Coulson. ratting out Colson. <laughs> at the end of it, they're at gunpoint. It's awesome. I'm like, uh, oh shoot her! No, come on. what I'm are you doing? Why like, are you killing me I, here, man? I, I, I have spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> and the worst part is, I'm like, no, I like her. Don't put her as a bad guy. Yeah, so, she's cool, man. Yeah. She's, and she's the most interesting hot. character yeah. on that. Yeah. No, I, I gotta go with Colson still. I'm sorry. I love Colson, but I love. I don't know. I still think she's a more interesting. We actually. Just got in Colson uh, pop figures. No, that's why I'm doing that. <laughs> and we're not we're not used to the sun still being up. When yeah, we're recording right now we're getting hit they're in the getting face hit with the directly. Sun rays. Like now I'm at the word you know, sunglasses. Gonna, like I'm we'll famous. Do next week we'll turn the table. So none of us are looking at the sun. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So I think you guys got like 40 minutes of sunlight oh, now. So. Hey, thank there you, you. Gilbert. There you go. Gilbert is smart. No, no, just stand there. What a beautiful man. <laughs> he is your employee. You can do do it as you will. <laughs> what is it? Uh, you can be the human sun shield. <laughs> What's uh was funny? I I saw we I saw it with you guys, and then mm. um I had to wait the whole weekend. I couldn't talk about it because my girlfriend hadn't seen it. Yet. <laughs> Took her to see it on Sunday, and then she's been watching Agents of Shield with me. And um, there, there's something that we always laugh about is Agent Ward on that show. The first episode when they're introducing him, and they're like espionage. I haven't seen espionage marks this high since Romanov. And we're watching Captain America too, and she leans over to me. And she's like, "Yeah, like Ward's anywhere close to her." <laughs> well, here, they try to play above so much in that too. Like I remember when they had a uh, the Enchantress come down from Asgard, and like you know, oh yeah, if he was your mind. Her. So yeah, she so she had a touch of him and stuff. I'm like, he's still kind of just. I I don't see him as the badass <laughs> they're making him out. He's making him out to be, but yeah. you know, whatever. It's well, still a good show. I like the show. I think I told you guys at the end of Cap when I'm standing on the stairwell when it comes to Black Widow 
how how it should have ended has ruined my view of Black Widow forever, <laughs> because their how it should have ended Avengers right it has this epic explosions going on and everything everybody's battling all the aliens and then it switches to her and she's got her little guns out and it's going <laughs> pew 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 pew. <laughs> so anytime I see her like falling down and you know shooting at things, all in my head I'm hearing is pew pew pew. <laughs> so well, it's like did you see the uh, SNL skit with um, yeah the oh, Hawkeye the, yeah, the yeah. Hawkeye where he, <laughs> I only I brought Ted. Yeah. Well, who brings yeah. only well, Ted Arrows? <laughs> Reality, it's Hawkeye. I mean, you know, I, I'm sorry. You know, I even back in the days reading reading Avengers, he was not the character that's like, oh, he's gonna take on aliens. No, you don't call. That's not the first person you call to help take yeah. on yeah, aliens. It was it yeah. was a great skit though. Like, it's just yeah, that like, was good. Like, there's yeah. hundreds of aliens. So, yeah, and I killed ten of them. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Oh, I mean, they even adjust, addressed it in Avengers. You know, it's like Black Widow looked over and was like, what are we doing here? You know, this is this is way beyond. Us. Yeah, yeah so. it was funny because even in that battle, even Cap was kind of outnumbered, out, yeah, outmatched. outdone. But which is, you know, I mean, reality is, you know, he's a yeah. great super soldier. But I, but I kind of like seeing right. how they That's did it, how they did it with this one, where it gave him yeah. a little bit more in the Ultimate World, where he's like more tactical and everything on top of that. So. Well, they made him a soldier, right? You know, and like. And that's one thing, like, because for the longest time in the comic book, they never really addressed that he was a soldier. Like, there was a whole gap in the 80s where he was just um, a guy in tights, and he didn't kill anybody. He was very goody well, that's two-shoe. What I really loved about Ultimates. And, yeah, when he came to the Ultimates, the he was a soldier. You know, go, it, it he's been just, in war. Yeah, it didn't yeah. just increase his physical attributes. It increased his mental attributes. So it's like, he's already 15 strategies ahead of you and counter strategies for everything you could possibly imagine so yeah. that's what i loved about it it's like you know when went up against uh his son in the ultimates you know because yeah, his son in the ultimates is the it's red a, skull yeah, yeah well and he's he's kind of like you know he's again he's super soldierish and stuff like that you know he already outthought him you know and the guy thought he won and he's like you haven't won anything you know and all of a sudden bow you're dead you know yeah. it's like wow okay i like that cap well that's the, and then that's the cap we get we finally get the because like the first movie was really 1940s, and he and so all the characters had that same kind of gung ho, so he didn't really seem that unique. And then you get the new one, and like he is that he's the only guy that has that mentality with all these cynical yeah, well, new think, age people, and he see he really stands out as a character in the new Captain. I America think in movie. the first one they did show that he he was a smart tactician. It's just that they did it in like montages. Yeah, it was so all montage. There's no like real legitimate. Over, yeah, but. Yeah. As opposed to this one, you open up with the boat scene, and you know that this guy, okay, this is you, he's commanding people, he's telling people where to go, what to do. Such a great scene. And then, him finding Bajarak was like the, the best. I love the stealth suit. I'm just like, that's that's the suit Cap should be wearing. Oh all the yeah, time. Nah. You know, unless he's out in public and and you know trying to make a, pre- you know, it's like it's like Batman versus Superman. You know, Batman is that. You know, I don't need to be out there for everybody to see. And Superman's like, I'm here bright and shiny to make sure everybody, yeah. you know, focuses their attacks on me, you know. So it's the same kind of concept. I like that well, black the, suit. Mm. Yeah, but the thing was great about the movie is that, you know, that black suit was nice. But the way they played the film, like, by the time he got the original cost, like, people were cheering for that. Like, oh, yeah. They are like, oh, that's crap, you know. And that's like the sweep, and that was you mean so, so good. in Puerto Rico. Yeah, Captain Puerto Rico. Yeah, meme? I saw yeah. that. Meme. <laughs> but you know, and that was that was so great how they they did that sweep in there to bring back because a lot of people were complaining about that costume in the first movie, like they didn't like how it looked so modern for 1942 or whatever. And now people were cheering for it, like they <laughs> they made it cool in the context of the film. What actually blew my mind, and you know, this has been my stance from the very beginning with with the previews, actually. Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, man. It just blows my mind. You know, I'm sitting in that theater, 
And I got to tell you, probably maybe a tenth of the people in there read Guardians. Yeah. But everybody cheered for it. And, and everybody like wants going, to see How it. How in the hell? Because it's funny. It is looks Marvel fun. going to make this movie about a group that nobody cares about <laughs> into a blockbuster? And I'm sitting there well, listening they, to everybody cheer, and I'm like going. They did. did it. I don't get it. I yeah, just well, don't get it. Even if the movie's not what the preview's making it out to be, like it's been marketed brilliantly. Yeah, the opening weekend's well, at least going to make it some money. Well, know? and that's the thing. Is, <laughs> there's a clip out, I guess, of Star-Lord being a badass now. So, oh, yeah? Yeah, not just being like Goofy. tomfoolery. He's actually whooping. Well, some, and the guy that's playing Star-Lord, like that's like a huge coup for him. Like he was a, he's a TV actor. Like He was on Parks and Rec, and then he did a little bit in Zero Dark Thirty, and a little bit in uh, Starbuck or whatever that was the... Uh, I guess that's kids. what happens when all the Marvel execs yeah. are all now Mr. Hollywood, so they can go around. Well, and, and the thing I think what Marvel was doing on purpose, they didn't want shoes and yeah, button shirts. They didn't so. want big names for it because they just want the. I think the more of the money is actually in the effects in that movie than is in the actual Which actors. Which is funny because <laughs> the, the biggest names that are attached are just voices. Yeah, like Vin Diesel and uh, Bradley Cooper. Yeah, yeah, the voice of Groot and Rocket Raccoon. Oh, and this is the argument that I have too with that too. It's like. You know, you got DC not doing anything movies except for Superman and Batman. DC like, dropped the ball so bad. Are you kidding so me? Because I mean, you know, this is a movie about a talking raccoon and a tree. You can't make a Wonder Woman movie. You can't yeah, make well, a yeah, Flash that's... movie. I know you can't do Green Lantern because we've already yeah, seen we already that. See that like... <laughs> and you got to wait at least another ten years before you reboot, reboot that, so the bad taste gets out of everybody's mouth, or get a new Green Lantern in another movie yeah. and turn it out. But. I mean, it's like you—you've got to be kidding me. There's got to be something that you can they're do. Just—they're well, they're, DC's literally shooting themselves in the foot. It's not every DC step though. That's that's where we all or forget. Warner Brothers. That's Warner what Brothers. we all forget. Yeah, it's Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. And yeah. I think that's what what it comes down to is I think DC needs to have their own studio like Marvel does, and and have control of their characters. Well, Marvel's the showing them how it's done because every time Warner Brothers tries to do a DC movie. You know, they, they've just, since Watch, since Watchmen, they've actually started bringing DC people over to, for meetings and stuff like that. And before that, they never did. Yeah. So since Watchmen, they've done that, and it's still not enough. I think it needs to be in the hands of the DC Entertainment Wing. They need to be running the whole movie part of it. Not letting Warner Brothers run their show. It should be well, DC mon- well, money talks, and if they keep losing money, they're gonna have to do something different, anyways, because that's what's gonna happen. I mean, there's just there's no way they're gonna compete with. I mean, every movie Marvel's put out has made a hundred million plus dollars. So, and what is DC's done? Two movies. The last two comic movies was uh, Batman and then Man of Steel, and they did well, but. No, just if, well, second well, highest grossing movies. Yeah, but yeah. it doesn't matter if you if you just got if you got well. ten movies if you got ten made, movies that break still records. They made out everything except for Avengers. So. Yeah, but if you got ten movies that broken records, then you only got against two no, movies that broke I records. Agree. It's like because you go before you that, need to you go before that. that and what do you see? You see Green Lantern. Yeah, and, oh, which made Jonah Hex. <laughs> oh, dude, don't even get yeah. me started on Let's that. Let's go there. Oh, wait, what about Are you, are you honestly counting that? Okay, no, yeah. I'm counting those as DC movies because, you know, it goes in the negative column for them. You know, and, you know, this is coming from a DC fanatic. So, I mean, you know, it's sad when I'm looking at the movies going, why? But DC Animated why? is great. Oh, yeah, DC Animated kicks ass over Marvel Animated all day yeah. long. I mean, have you seen the picture of the uh, anime, anime, Marvel anime, um, Iron Fist looks like a lion with a mane of hair out the back of him. Oh, no, no. I'm like, what? What no, is this? Se- Why? Dude, I don't want to know. This is Iron Fist. It. I mean, come on. He should just be in a green, yeah, green, green tights and, and, a, and a bandana across his head. This is what it is. No, he's got like a mane of hair. He looks like kind of, uh, what is that? Uh, is like Super Simba? Saiyan. No, <laughs> Super Saiyan. Oh, Dragon know, Ball Z? Oh, my God. I'm oh, just like, damn. wow, really? 
Now, are all the the animated, the DC animated films, are those like DC directly? Like, yeah. In, no, it's Warner Brothers Animation. They are still. Yeah, because that's Warner like everybody. But Bruce Tim. But but here's the thing. Yeah, everybody yeah, exactly. that I know that watches Produces the a lot of animated stuff, films yeah. says but, they're great. Well, Bruce Tim's no longer involved in them. So, oh, okay. but but the thing is, is that all the people coming from the animation are coming from. DC, mm. so that yeah, because you get a lot of the com- so yeah, get a, a lot of the writers for the DC movies are actually writers in the well, comics. Yeah, like uh, so you get a really good stories, and, and they stuff. can't just get one of those can write those to write, yeah, to write the movie. Yeah, I, I've actually them. asked that question before, and they won't let them because then they pay them more. So they'll they'll base stories on their stuff, but they won't even give them That's the credit. So, I just, so you know silly. what's scary? You know what's scary yeah. is if you look at like I was watching Thor two last night, Dark World, right? At the end, I'm like watching the credits, and oh my god, look at who wrote the bo- who wrote the movie, J. Michael Straczynski. Oh my god, the comic book writer J. Yeah. Michael Straczynski wrote a comic book movie. Well, the same thing. You know, I mean, why can't we have Jeff Johns write a movie? You know, I mean, that's that's what he's he's good at writing. So let him write a damn DC movie. Well, they'd rather know? have him be a co-publisher. Well, that's fine. Let him be co-publisher <laughs> and give him the rights to write a damn movie. I mean, you know, or or I pick, just, yeah, even if you feel like you need a, a certified screenwriter on board, take Scott have them Snyder. Team up or something. Yeah, yeah, take yeah. Scott Snyder and let him go to town on a DC movie. I'm like. But Give they, me a good but script. they want David S. Gore to write everything. No, and, no, because <laughs> he wrote because no. he wrote Blade, so now he's the guy who writes no. the comic book movies. <laughs> let, let me just say, no, you know, I'm glad you got three movies, four movies under your belt that actually made some money. But you know, I didn't mean, he write the adaptation for League of Extraordinary Gentlemen too? I don't know. I, I don't even care. Because <laughs> that was another wasted opportunity. Well, by you know, DC and, and like, right you know, there. Wonder Woman, and somebody asked me, and I can tell you exactly what the mentality is for Wonder Woman not being a movie yet. Because she's a girl. Exactly. And it's a horrible and mentality. It is. It really is. Because men what they're and saying, women would come out saying, in droves to see what a good they're Wonder saying Wonder is yep. that dudes are not going to go see a movie about Wonder I, Woman. I would watch it. And girls aren't going <laughs> to girls aren't going to go see it because it's a movie about a chick, and they're going to be like, oh, well, you know. I mean, that's their mentality. I still. own the Wonder Woman animated cartoon, and I'm a 35 year old male because it was a good. It's a good piece of animated film, it, man. It's it would good. be an awesome movie, and I think no matter what, it would still bring people out to see it. And and who cares? You know, I'm I'm sorry. You need to put out good stuff, and you need, whether it's going to make a billion dollars or not, put out a multitude of stuff. Yeah, well, it sounds like, rad. Because I, 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 I can wall, see the see executives right now is like, well, we did Catwoman, and that's a woman, and it failed. Like, no, it failed because it was horrible. Yeah, because yeah. it was a terrible <laughs> like, movie. It wasn't because it was a woman. It was because that movie was horrifyingly Because bad. it wasn't written by a comic book writer. It didn't even, it wasn't even loosely based you on the character. It was just called Catwoman. You know what? You give Scott <laughs> that's Snyder, all it was. you give Scott Snyder a Catwoman script and say go to town, I guarantee you that movie will make money. Yeah, well, maybe yeah. actually, I don't think it will right now because there's still a bad taste of Catwoman in everybody's mouth. Well, that's so. how bad the Holly Berry one was because it came to... out like what twelve years ago. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying about Green Lantern. You still got to wait another ten years before you even See, think about. I don't, I don't necearily agree with that because I thought the uh, Sony Spider-Man Three was. Oh God, that was so bad. Oh, that was awful too. That and was... they didn't wait that long to reboot. And I, I love the new Spider-Man. Yeah, you, know, you know what's killing me? It, so yeah. On, on another subject, you know what's killing me is nobody's talking about it. Marvel bought back. The X Men and Fantastic Four rights from uh, Fox for 1.8 billion dollars plus royalties. Yeah, I heard, so I heard something now about they that. actually Whoa. own their entire stock except for the Spider Man. Except for Spider Man, and they'll never get that back. But, yeah, no. but I'm saying now you're going to see Avengers versus X Men. All this stuff is now all in the hands of Marvel. So it's like I- I'm excited. I'm for waiting that, for actually. yeah, that'd be great. So, 
You know, like, I'm, I'm waiting for I, a I'm good ho- Fantastic Four movie. To, that's yeah, what I'm, I'm waiting, waiting for, for them to cancel that one because there's all kinds of rumors that they're looking for a new director and new cast for that. So now and everybody keeps saying no, no, and I'm like going, then you know, and the thing was, the guy it was bleeding cool that actually said it, and he goes like this, he goes, "You can say no all you want, but the only way you're going to prove it to me is when you stop asking new directors to take over." Yeah. So now, when, I wonder how that actually works, though, like uh, because there was. Back when uh, Days of Future Past was first being announced, and then they were like already announcing, "Oh, we were already starting production on X Men: Age of Apocalypse," or you know, there was yeah, all yeah, that yeah, kind yeah. of speculation. And now that the if they sold the rights back, um, I assume they probably have. If they've already started production on stuff, they get to finish it. Fox gets to finish I, it. At maybe that point. I, I don't know. It's probably worked into the deal like yeah, that. I, 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 yeah, I'm hoping Marvel just quashes that whole Fantastic Four thing. Well, because well, I mean, I'm looking okay, at it and it looks, I, you know, it's and, and Fox. Was, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna throw out a bunch of crappy nah. films. Well, here's the thing, right? Like when Amazing Spider-Man first teased and everything, I was the biggest attractor from it. I, I hated, yeah, I, it, it I hated Spider-Man three, but I was so like, it's gonna be Twilight Spider. It's gonna be Twilight Spider. Because <laughs> that's all that was going through my head. I'm looking at it, going, oh my god, it's Twilight Spider-Man. And you know what? I watched that movie, and I swear to God, I walked out of there, and I was like, "Suck it, Tobey Maguire! You suck, this Spider-Man! You fat!" <laughs> See, I love the first two. You're fat ass crying every five minutes. I, I'm tired I, I of love so, the first two. But, no, no, I hate the those first two. two were so, definitely more 1960s John Romita Spider-Man. You know, and then the new one is definitely more 1990s, yeah, so, 2000s. On my point, I'm looking Spider-Man. at Fantastic Four going. Oh God! Oh God! That's gonna be yeah. Horrible. No, that's gonna. And be. I'm trying to say, okay, maybe it's gonna be like Spider-Man was Amazing Spider-Man. I'm just poo-pooing it because I don't know, but I'm still looking at it going now. Yeah, and unfortunately, it's your it's Fox and not Sony in, in the driver's seat. There, exactly. So I don't have a ton of faith in their capabilities. Yeah, I would love a great Fantastic Four movie. I was I was looking forward to the first two to be amazing, and yeah, no, not quite, <laughs> not quite, not quite not at all. Quite. <laughs> but but we know, really veered off of Captain America here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, into just an uh, open discussion about comic book movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's, that's what happens. How do you segue back to that? <laughs> I don't know that we can. Yeah. We gotta, you just got to jump just gotta right back, jump back to into What's I will say this about like the whole DC Marvel thing. My my thought on this, every time I see a new DC movie, a Warner Brothers DC movie come mm-hmm. out, I feel like... Uh, they're trying to play catch up. Like Marvel has done this. Like we planned it out. We have this whole cinematic yeah, yeah, universe, yeah. and it feels like DC's like, oh god, we gotta. There's and panicking see, and, and, and again. Panicking, and again, yeah. it goes back to Marvel having their own studio yep. and one person in yeah, charge. But see, DC no, got DC no. felt safe because they used to be the king of the comic book movie. Like, well, and that's that's the thing though. You know, when <laughs> so Marvel started their own studio and they started planning and they were able to plan. You know, phases into their, into their movie structure. They can't do that at Warner Brothers. They can't, well, they can't do that at DC because Warner Brothers is the one controlling everything on movies. Yeah. So, I mean, but they're like trying said, with until the they, until Man they of Steel get, 2. It doesn't matter. Until they get, <laughs> until they get this crap in their in-house, they're not going to be able to do anything. They're going to ha- they're sitting waiting for Warners to say yes or no to something. When yeah. if they if they have control of it, they can go. We're doing this. Well, because yeah, you got a, creative consultants on the Marvel studio side that you know Bendis is with creative consultant, other writers for the Marvel. They, they actually yeah, you don't help get that plan on the DC out side the Marvel comics that help with the Marvel movies and the yeah. Marvel studio. Yeah, you get you know? Goyer and you get Snyder. Those are there's those are Zack Snyder. There's their creative consultants. You know when you have this an, is Sparta. You have <laughs> hundreds of creators on the DC side who are just like. 
I can tell you. I can tell you. And nobody's looking at him. Yeah, because DC's line of comics is actually really well done. Like they're not. Well, and it's, I felt you know, like I felt like when they released Green Lantern, that was like this. Well, they were they were like testing the waters of trying to establish something like that, and then the movie well, was terrible. If you heard, yeah, they just if had you a, heard from the director, uh, it was like directing by committee, because it, he'd want to make a decision, and he had to check with it with Warner's, and he had to check with it with DC, and he had to, you know I mean, there were like three different mm. groups that he would have to get okay yeah. from to do anything. No, and uh, and honestly, the, that's the problem a lot of times. Like with even Spider Man Three, like everybody thinks uh, Sam uh, Raimi. Yeah, no, it wasn't Sam Raimi. Two, it was the whole he, he, studio. He, he hated, hated it. He didn't want to make him in yeah. there. Yeah. And if you watch the after credit stuff and he starts talking about it, he's so passionate about Sandman because that's the character he wanted in this. Because those are the characters he grew up with. You know, he's like, oh, Sandman this, Sandman that. And then he goes like this and he goes, and then you have Venom. It was really technically hard to do Venom. Topher Grace was great in the part. It's like monotone talking. It's like, I have to say this because Sony's paying me. Because I still want a job after this movie. Exactly. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, you can tell that he just didn't give a crap about the Venom storyline. Well, you can tell from the first two movies that he made that he he grew up with the 60s Spider-Man with those classic villains. Peter Parker. Well, yeah, but that's what got everybody involved with (laughs) Peter Parker. Because I'm <laughs> fighter suit. I'm gonna cry. I really. really how do you really feel? Oh my yeah. god! See, I still enjoy sucks. the first two. <laughs> and for me, the, the Amazing Spider-Man, the, the the one that came out a couple years ago, you know, it, it was good. But I still think the lizard's plan was like the hokiest supervillain plan that, like, I'm gonna turn everyone into lizards. You, I'm like, do you read? What, really? Do you read comic books? Do you- <laughs> <laughs> They're all hokey plans that's, like that. That's pretty. It's pretty common. Place. I'm going to turn everybody into a lizard and rule them all <laughs> as another lizard. So I mean, you See, know, the, when the everybody turns into a giant fighting lizard, it's kind of way better than that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> You're trying to say these are made for children, and I'm taking them too seriously. Maybe, <laughs> maybe just a little. Wait, wait, little ready, bit. ready. I'm going to burst your bubble. Just a little bit. It's all fake. No. I'm gonna go cry down in the bathroom. <laughs> I am with I, I am with Chris a little bit on the like I had no problem with the first two Tobey Maguire's, but yes, there was way too much crying. Yeah, yeah, and was, too much fat in that spider suit. Okay, that's like stuffing me in a spider suit and saying well, Tobey oh, Maguire was also, like in his 30s or 40s by the time he should have ran that. a little bit and been able to fit in that costume. Hey, he worked or out for the first one. Actually, yeah, for the it. first one. Yeah. <laughs> And then you look at him in the second one, and you're like, ooh, puffy. But also, like, the the whole modifying it, you know, where he wasn't as brainy, he wasn't as smart. Like, yeah. They, that really yeah, never came seems... into it. He didn't joke around. And then let's you know? let's talk about the non-hot Mary Jane. <sighs> looked like yeah. a boy in a dress in that park with that green dress on. I swear to God, I'd look prettier in a dress than she did. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> no, it's I know. still Kirsten yeah, Dunst. Yeah, maybe I, <laughs> I got some curves. That thing didn't have anything. Now we're reaching. <laughs> now, was like a, now who's living in a fantasy world? <laughs> <laughs> that thing had nothing. There were like two little spider bumps, and that was it. And that, I mean, they it was just, so bad. Well, see, in the comic book, though, Mary Jane's a model. Yeah, and exactly. Kristen Dunst is, is not, not a model. She's a great not. actress. She's she's cute. She's pretty, but she's not a super hot redheaded model. Like, and that's not, that, that was a point. Yeah. I she's, mean. Because she was supposed to be way out of Peter Parker's league. I mean, not like kind of in his league if you just no, kind of, you know. And, and, and she looks like she, yeah, no. Like Emma that. Watson looks awful. way out of everybody's league. <laughs> and like, oh. And those boots. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, that was a really good special effect. Really. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm glad that they're actually, they're doing the Gwen Stacy storyline. Yeah, not, yeah, no, that's totally great. Yeah, as long as I'm, they don't kill her off in this next movie. Oh, they they got to wait until the third one to do it at least. 
No, that's why not Mary Jane's not in this one because they don't yeah. want him seem like a two timing pastor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. But you know, she. We all. If you read the books, this you know is she's not gonna a spoiler. Yeah. She's gonna die. <laughs> she's gonna well, die, and Peter's, Peter's gonna hand. play himself. Yeah, because yeah, well, he's pretty much. So. Yeah. That's what was funny about the first Tobey Maguire film. It's like they, they mixed the two stories together, and then it's like, really, he saved them both. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, because you know, they can't. Because it wasn't Gwen Stacy. Yeah. It was so dumb that they added her into the third movie. Like that whole that third movie was such, the third movie just. Uh, I think I think that third movie was like just a downward spiral of Sam Raimi's directing career because he hasn't made anything that good since. I think he produced the new Evil Dead remake, and that's probably the closest thing that's been good coming out of. Because I saw the Wizard of the Oz thing, and that wasn't that great. I saw. What are you talking about? The family-friendly Army of Darkness. Think uh, about it. Think about it. Think about it. Think about the plot and how that movie went down. It I was seen it in Oz. It was Army of Darkness. More family friendly. The the charlatan, the evil force that comes in, he tricks everybody. <laughs> they think he's the yeah, savior. Yeah, those are different. Oh the, my down god! To, down to the plotting and scheming oh at my the god. end. It is. It like, is. It's the exact same movie. Oh my god! You just blew my mind. My <laughs> mind is blown. And I will say that for the original uh, the Sam Raimi Spider Man's, the one thing they had over every other Spider Man since, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, Bruce Campbell was <laughs> in each little, of those little cameos. <laughs> little cameos. So, uh, you guys want to talk about some comic books? Yeah, let's do Yeah, that. let's do comic books. <laughs> Since we totally veered off a Captain America movie. Sorry. <laughs> and went into like the realm of Cap- you know, uh, Hollywood and comics. Yeah, just movies so. period. Captain America was great. Captain America was awesome. It really was. No, yeah. actually, my thing with Captain America, <laughs> I think what made it really awesome was the fact that the storyline was so current. Like, obviously, the drones that everybody worries about are not as big as these. But that's, you know, they're really like, you know, that's, it was like a spy thriller with, a guy in costume thrown in there. And when you can get, uh, I'm sorry, but any film that can get Robert Redford yeah. to say Hail Hydra. <laughs> and all I like, love the memes and all like right Academy now. Awards. Anybody yeah. leaning close yeah. to yeah. anybody in a picture like, right now is all Hail Hydra. Hydra. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's a big thing right now. Well, Robert Redford played it totally straight. Like, he was, <laughs> like, was, he was in it, man. Yeah, it that, that was just, it was a great, like, I'm just happy Agent Stillwell died. Yeah, that's what I it was. Him. I hated his bald ass since Thor Dark World. Who? Thor. Stillwell? Stillwell. I hated him. The, age, the, the agent. arrogant agents, the ag- arrogant shield agent that they threw out the car, Winter Soldier threw out the car. I he's the one they threw off the roof yeah. to get information. Oh, out that of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. He's, I hated him since, like I said, Thor. He was, he was just a douche in Thor and he's just a douche in every single movie he's been in. And so on the far. show as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I loved it when they like tased him. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> Still have not seen the show. <laughs> well, that was, that was an old one. That was an old one? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was quite a while ago. Oh, was that when they were... The, the sky was the, at the, the sky was in the... Yeah. Oak. Yeah, 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 she did yeah. taste him. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Did. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, they, then they, she was, he was all like, whoa, 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 whoa. And they're like, well, why'd you let her taste you? Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you an agent? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're a sucky agent. <laughs> yeah, but no, Captain America was, was just... I mean, it was such a modern take on the thing. Like, and you're right. It, it, was, it was a political thriller. I mean, it's... As much as you want to say it was a superhero movie, it was legitimate <laughs> political thriller. And... They had such great overreaching character arcs for everybody, from Black Widow, and, pew, pew, and then pew, you got pew. the Falcon, which I thought was 
You know, that could have went so wrong. The Falcons the whole concept and wings could have been so wrong. It, it just Are you saying so good? Are you, I, are you I, saying that you uh I still didn't like it. You don't want the red and white spandex? <laughs> yeah, I was I, I was, was so waiting for it. I was, I was so waiting for it. They didn't I was waiting for the end when they like oh, all the new costumes, right? And he comes out and he's like red and white, like pararescue. It's like, oh, okay. He's like, now you're a target. Yeah. <laughs> like, when you're gray, you kind of blend in with the sky. You're small, you know, I can see you dodging all that stuff, but you're wearing red and white kind of hard not to see you <laughs> yeah. no they they treat they treated that character really well in the film i thought yeah so. well that whole sequence where he's trying to get on the helicarrier at the end like that's that's 11 dollars worth of mission right there that was great stuff that's yeah that's <laughs> you know what did blow my mind is how surprised everybody was when we were in the theater when they found out that the Winter Soldier oh, yeah. was Bucky. And I'm like, really? You haven't seen a preview? You especially haven't? our theater. <laughs> yeah, especially. It, it's full of comic <laughs> geeks. We all know the Winter Soldier is Bucky. Yeah. It was like, <sighs> I'm yeah. like, what? Like, yeah. You guys, you guys have actually read the comic or watch a preview or see an interview? Because <laughs> they didn't keep it secret. Like, they interviewed together. <laughs> well, to me, that's the same thing like when you were talking about the previews at the beginning of the movie. Like, just, and this is something just in the last couple of years that used to be you go to a midnight showing because you're going to be treated to a preview you haven't seen before. Yeah. Or some sort of an extended preview or something like that. All the previews we saw, I've seen on the internet like a hundred well, we billion times. We don't have midnight premieres anymore either. If you I, notice, yeah. all the studios are pushing them up. Eight yeah. o'clock, ten yeah. o'clock. So I mean, it's so there's, there's legitimately no, there's, 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 there's no opening awesome, day now. There, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's exactly it. There's no awesomeness of a of a midnight yeah. screening where it's like I'm special because I'm going to go see it when it first you know twelve oh one on that day. Yeah, it's the Black yeah, Friday. That's of, how I uh, saw movie releases yeah, now. That's how I saw. I saw. That's how I saw the second Batman movie was at midnight twelve oh one, and they had it. They sold out like seven theaters. Yep. Seven screens. And, yeah, well, you know, and I but talked to the theater all there and everybody was excited. There. He's and like, you know, I said, how did your weekend go? He's like, it's kind of hard to tell because it's spread out now. You know, before it was like midnight, you know, we'd sell out seven, eight theaters and they'd do a two o'clock screenings and they'd sell those out. Yeah. And now it's like, you know, he's like, eh, our midnight's got 42 people in it. So, you know, it's like, because everybody's come from eight to 10 o'clock, you know, and it's like, it, it it takes away the, it takes the, away the excitement of, of going yeah. to see it at midnight and being like ha 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 I saw it before I can't even did. remember the last midnight showing I went to where there was like crowds of people I that, no I think honestly the last one I went to with the crowd was probably the second Batman yeah it was just yeah yeah that's it is where it was just madness and just people were like oh we got to see this because that and that's the first no, time where I ever saw anybody our, do a two a.m. at midnight screening. With, oh, that was in the theater. Those people were crazy. It was a, it was a wild night that night. That was there a good screening too. A ton of people for midnight on Avengers. Yeah, but well, I kind of that's what I kind of expected with this. Is this was such a like hyped up release? Like I was just expecting there to be like lines. Eight of o'clock people. screenings. And, you know, and yeah. I, I I won't I won't push it down to eight. I'm not going to do it. Sorry. There's there's something special about ten o'clock even. You know, midnight. I would really prefer midnight, but ten o'clock because it's Thursday, so people can come out and see it and still go home at a decent hour. So, mm. <laughs> uh, so comic books, yes. comic books, comic oh, yeah. books. We do talk um, about that stuff on this show too. Yeah, we can we? talk about what's coming out. Uh, I want to talk about some stuff we've read. Yes, yes. Uh, Ghost Rider. No, oh, Ghost Rider. All new, all new Ghost Rider. All new Ghost Rider was amazing. <laughs> yes, I, mean, I, was, I was hesitant when I before I actually saw it. When I saw the cover, I was yeah. kind of like, eh. but. It was, it was I, a good I was, book. I was right with you on the hesitation, not because of the art, because I knew who was doing the art, and I was looking forward to seeing that at, at the least. But I was really hesitant with the story because he drives a car. You know, he's, you know, like I made jokes before already. Like, oh, Paul Walker's now. Yeah, <laughs> he is now Ghost very Rider. Fast and Furious. Yeah, very Fast and Furious. But 
you know, totally. When I read the first issue, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Like, this is the character's great. The, you know, he, he's, uh, he's Hispanic. He's the wrong side of town. He's trying to help his yeah. little brother. He's, you know, there's, a, there's, they gave him a good enough backstory to, to let me believe the car. Yeah, you know? It still had a kind of a Grand Theft Ghost Rider feel to it, though. Yeah. I mean, he's <laughs> inner city Vato. <laughs> Yes. yes. Okay. That's what I thought. Well, he's not a. Is that a he's low rider not, Ghost Rider car? It's a charger. Does it have a little crown in the back? Of it? No, it does not I'm have a little crown. Because that I would buy more. Does I would it, give does it, my does family. Does it hydraulic around? That would be awesome. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> he's hitting switches. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's bouncing down the street. He doesn't actually, you know, fight villains. He just competes with them. Oh right, yeah, right. you think you can hit switches? <laughs> <laughs> car actually flips and lands on four wheels. <laughs> But now, Vato. Ghost Rider doesn't have a helmet. It's just a hat. Now, yeah, a little fedora. <laughs> a flaming goatee. <laughs> Uses his own head as a bong. Yeah, kind of a thing. there you go. Yeah, that'd be awesome right there. Yeah. No, it was it was a good book, though. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where... Because you don't really get to see him do anything as Ghost Rider yeah. in the first issue. It's all like how he becomes Ghost Rider. Yeah, it's a good origin issue. You get glimpses of what's going to happen. But the other amazing thing that I like about the book, and uh, Matthew Scalera has, has done it in a Dead Body Road, too, is that in, in, the, in the way American comics are made, it's really hard to do a car chase. Because you only got those 22 pages. And it's easier in manga because, you know, they come out in 15-page weekly installments. So you could do... 15 page car chase and and you're good you got more spacing for that so yeah, but in american comics like three different panels yeah in american comics it's really tough to One do that to capture that kind of motion and uh trad more i gotta give props to that guy and matthew scalera and dead body road they great phenomenal job drawing the car chases the the, the race scene in ghost mm-hmm. rider and a dead body road the whole there's one whole issue that's 22 pages of just them in a car chase being chased by bikers and stuff and it works really well and it's i haven't seen that done that well in american comics and probably ever <laughs> so check it out at least for that see some cool power techniques and good storytelling going on mm-hmm. what else have you been reading oh i picked up in humans in humans number one yes i also read that it was very pretty <laughs> the, the art, <laughs> yes the art was really well good. i love i love joe matter i've been following him forever and if you know he, he's he, he dropped off for a while because he went into game design and had his own company and then you know he got out of that and went back into comics and he showed up doing the third volume of the ultimates and you know came in with a whole new refreshing style that's directly from his pencils and you know yada 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 and so i'm always looking forward to his stuff but the story in the inhumans number one kind of left me like you gotta give things at least three. Well, it, but it didn't make sense because gotta give things at least three. You didn't know, make you, s- twenty-two the, pages. You can't put a whole story. No, in but there. it does. But it didn't make sense in twenty-two pages. Like, so one of the guys in the beginning gets hit by the Terrigan mist, and it takes like a whole day for that guy to come out of that cocoon. And then the, the main character guy gets hit by the Terrigan mist, and it takes like ten minutes for him to come out of that didn't cocoon. They, they think they tried to explain <laughs> like, that. What? I think they tried to explain that in the book. Didn't the the, the guy that was killing him he said something uh, he said something like he, he which, said something he didn't think he transformed i guess because he came out of there and he still looked human i don't know i thought I, but i, I don't thought know. he it said just, something like 
<laughs> Dude, I know. It's like I, getting dressed, you know. But there was this whole meditative whip. moment you, to explain like, the bad know, guy. And hey, let's go guy. out. I'm ready in five minutes. You're like 25 <laughs> so, minutes later going, so, I need to print my hair some so more. So it takes five minutes for the Terrigan Mist to work for some people and then like a whole 48 hours. For <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. It depends on uh, your, your midichlorian count. No, there, there it is. is. <laughs> your, your Star Wars STD, which your is Star what Wars midichlorian STD. is. It's no longer mystical now. It's an STD. Pretty much. It's a virus. It's a virus. But yeah, that's the only thing that kind of threw me off. But the artwork is amazing. Medusa, the, actually, somebody's finally utilizing that hair as a visual instead of just like, oh, she's got red hair. Yeah, the the art was gorgeous in yeah. that book. And I I haven't, like, I don't have a lot of any, like, a backstory on the Inhumans. Mm-hmm. So for me, I'm coming into it with, like, blind oh, okay. eyes. But I, I thought it was interesting. I'll, I'll definitely look to see, well, see what it's going. Well, the thing with Marvel, they always, they always release uh, Inhumans. Like, Jay Lee did Inhumans run. They had a Jose Ladron do a Humans run. And they're always been like more critically acclaimed than they've been commercially successful because mm. it's a great little concept. I mean, they're all characters created by Jack Kirby, designed by Jack Kirby, and it's a great little pocket concept that came out of Fantastic Four. But they've never really been that commercially successful, so I'm kind of hoping this one carries a little more commercial success. But it's coming right out of Inhumanity, right? Correct. Yeah, because that's where one of my favorite Inhumans like dies. <laughs> yeah, like this because there's a... What's his name? A Kardak or Kardak? Yeah, yeah Kardak, because he's this huge martial artist who can find the weakness in anything. And then he just jumps out a window yeah. and dies. Yeah, yeah, he's in he's in the Star Tower, imprisoned in this unpenetrable thing, and he's talking, and now he's he's literally drawing in the laser missile proof glass with his finger, and then he finds a spot, breaks it, and just. Dies. <laughs> <Leaps> <laughs> like, to his death. I was like, dude, you're so cool. Why? Why did we lose you? <laughs> do we want to go down the new stuff this week? Yeah, let's talk yeah, about because yeah. uh, we are almost out of time. So let's talk okay, about so what's coming out. Dark Horse has got a uh, creepy comics coming out, um, and the Star Wars ongoing, which you need to get your fill in before Marvel takes it back. Yeah, and then all we get is Clone Wars. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then um, X number twelve comes out. DC's got Astro City, which I don't know if anybody here is reading. Oh, yeah, that that was way back in the day. Yeah, back out again. Yeah, Kirby Sick. Kirby Sick in the house. Let's say Batgirl number 30. And the new one, the start of the Batman Weekly, Batman Eternal number one comes out this week, which the artwork is beautiful. Who's doing the artwork on that? Um, Oh, God. Oh, my God. Must not be that beautiful. (laughs) No, no, I'm trying to remember. (laughs) Is it Fabric? Is it uh, Nguyen? Is it? Is it going to change? Because a weekly book is hard for, you know, for anybody to I do. I think it's like free. Give me a Batman Eternal so I can see who's writing. Who's and this drawing. is the convenience of doing this in a comic book shop. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, continuing on, you got Coffin Hill, Jason yeah. Fabok. Yeah, I yeah. just said that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at that. That's the scene that we got to see. It's basically Batman tied up with Gotham burning behind him. Oh, and nice. And then it goes into the story of how he gets there. Oh, that's so, pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'll be reading that in a minute. No, Fawbuck <laughs> has came a long way because he was he was uh, uh, he apprenticed with David Finch and right. he had a huge. That's that's what I was trying to think because I knew it was Finch yeah. related. So I yeah, was like, he was a huge influence. I didn't want to say Finch because I wasn't sure. But so. he's definitely coming into his own now. Like he's really got a nice rendered style going down. Uh, you got a Vertigo Coffin Hill Constantine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Constantine. Yeah, I know. I love Constantine. Green Lantern Corps. Uh, Justice League three thousand. Which is actually really interesting if is you it? haven't been reading it. Yet. I haven't been reading it. No, and it's it's like it, they clone the Justice League in the future, <laughs> and they get the worst of the Justice League what? with their personalities and the clones. <laughs> so, and then they're still trying to make them a team. So it's like it's interesting. 
Uh, Scooby-Doo, of course. Uh, mm-hmm. Royals, Masters of War. If you haven't been reading that, it's pretty interesting. It's like the Royals of Britain have superpowers, but they never go into war, you know, because they always stayed out. But they've decided to jump into it now. So a lot of, like, all the different countries, the royalties all have superpowers. So now as all the royalties are starting to battle out and stuff like that in the wars, yeah, it's pretty good. Superboy 30, uh, Superman Wonder Woman, this beginning of the Doom storyline, which is, you know, not Doomsday. a remake of Doomsday killing Superman, but it is Doomsday <laughs> related. That's what they want to make sure everybody knows. Doomsday is not going to kill Superman again. We're not really just doing that. Uh, world's finest. That's what they tell you. Yeah. <laughs> Been there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, you got IDW doing Dead World Restoration, uh, G.I. Joe Special Missions, Indestructible, Judge Dredd. And we got a second printing of the sequel to the Judge Dredd movie, Dredd movie. Oh, that okay. just came out, you know. I just, I just want to see the actual sequel to that movie. I so don't do wanna, I. I don't want to read the comic. If you haven't, I see the- we, we did post on our Facebook page a little video and at the end of it there's a spot to go and sign a petition to get the sequel, to get made? the sequel going. So, they should kickstart that sequel. I, if they I agree. could get a Veronica Mars movie out of Kickstarter, yeah, they can we get should a be able to get a, of, a Dread movie out of there. I think those are slightly different <laughs> on, the, on the budgetary scale. I think though. so? A little bit? Just I just want shiny glowing things flying at me again. That was awesome. Max Maximize. Oh, John's book. My Little Pony, Friendship Forever. Oh, I can't wait. Oh I know. God. Powerpuff Girls, your circle book. Hey, Powerpuff Girls is a beautifully designed cartoon. I don't care what anybody says. Rocky and Bullwinkle, <laughs> Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. And Triple Helix, trade paperback, came out this right. week. That's for our, our pal Matt Nastos out there. Yes, he'll be he'll be squealing for that. Loving the John Byrne. Image Comics got East to West, uh, Great Pacific. What else do they got? Oh, Invincible. That's Robert Kirkman for all you Walking Dead fans. It's just as bloody, if even more. <laughs> but it's with but people it's with in superheroes, tights. and they're yeah. ripping arms off and beating people with them. It's awesome. Nice. Manifest Destiny. Peter Pounds of Faust. Peter Pounds of Faust. Yes. Still haven't read it. Oh my god. It. Oh, you got Savage Dragon. Savage Dragon, out. which we do carry now. So. Which is like he's really going for it. He's got 151 wishes to hit his uh, 300 mark that he and wants. Here, and here's the gig, at. right? He is always on time. Yeah, no, he is. He's, yeah, he, I haven't read, uh, Savage Dragon since the 90s, I think. Yeah, oh, it's been coming out since then. Yeah, he's been coming out. He hasn't missed a D, he hasn't missed a deadline, he hasn't missed, he's huge, and he's got a, he's got a pretty solid fan base for it, because it's been so consistent, but. Shotgun Wedding, Shutter Number One, which, uh, that's an image title that yeah. is gonna be picking up, so I think everybody should probably take a look at that one. Spawn. And Walking Dead. Spawn still comes Spawn out. Spawn still comes out. Spawn still comes out. <laughs> 13 <laughs> issues this year. 13 Woo! issues this year. Slow down. Woo! Calm hey, down, hey, Tony. Hey, hey. Watch out. <laughs> I get angry at you. Walking Dead number 125 comes out. That's bi-weekly. Uh, what? War Walking Dead's a comic book? I know. Shocking. Oh, my God. <laughs> all new dupe from Marvel this week. What? No. Yeah, no. I know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all new anyway, Ghost- nobody I, knows dupe is just a... Uh, it's Slimer. Yeah. It's legitimately Slimer from Ghostbusters. <laughs> and, oh, you guys were just talking about it. All new Ghost Rider. Yeah. yeah. Number two. Number two. All new Ultimates, number one. So those of you who like Captain America, here's your Ultimates fix. Um, all new X-Factor. All new yeah. X-Men. Uh, Iron Fist come out this, today? Yeah, tomorrow? I'm getting there. Yeah. Avengers AI. Uh, Captain Marvel, number two. Daredevil, 1.50 by Mark Wade. Um, I know. What, what is that? I don't know. What is that? I don't know. Is it twelve issues? Is it twelve pages? Is oh, one point five? Oh, here's a big one. Deadpool's wedding issue came out today so, <laughs> or tomorrow. So yeah, Deadpool number twenty-seven. That's the wedding of Deadpool. I know. 
<laughs> it, hurts, it hurts me. It, it hurts, hurts you. Me. It hurts me. Shaking his head. But yeah. I, you I know, can't, I can't. people like it. So Iron Fist. No, they do. They love it. I'm just like, okay. Iron Fist, Living Weapon, number one comes yeah, out. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. talking about, dude. Iron, Iron Man Fist. 24, Kick Ass number, Kick Ass three number seven comes out this week. I know. Nah, nah. You know you. Uh, I know your your distaste for for Deadpool, but I did pick up that Deadpool versus Carnage number one. Uh-huh. You like it? It's is it's ridiculous, but that's what you expect to have those two characters well, thrown together. It's you know, violent, the sad part is, and well, the see, sad part is right. Is Deadpool's not supposed to be this slapsticky? Yeah, he, crazy he character. came out as he just is a killer. killer. Yeah, that's what according he to Mister Liefeld, this yeah. is his. You know, his vision of Deadpool is not what's in those comics now. Yeah, yeah. He is a killer. You oh, drop well, him you in a look, room of mutants and he kills them all. That's that's the point. Yeah, when you because he came out in the nineties, he was an assassin. He was hired to kill X Force, and that's how you meet him. And he's taking a. He's watching them train, and in his head, his, his thoughts are how he's going to take them all down. He sees their weaknesses, and he's going and he going on attack, and you know, and that's how because I do have a, a Deadpool print, you know, and I'll do Deadpool commissions and stuff, and that's how I draw them. I draw them all strapped down, giant guns, like he's yeah, going to. I don't go for the. I try to not to, to go for the humor because I don't. That's not the Deadpool that I know, you know. But people yeah. like the. Breaking but, the fourth wall and all that kind of stuff. And, well, I mean, I liked when they, you know, Merc with the mouth. Like, I liked that he would antagonize people. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and I that was like part of the psychology of it, not not what it is. Yeah, now, now it's like a Looney Tunes cartoon. And, and also, <laughs> like, it, it really is. But it's also like I feel like Wolverine kind of went that direction for a while too, with the healing factor, where it's like, oh, oh yeah. they're, they're you can invincible. burn him down to his bone and yeah, he and still regenerates. Like, <laughs> no, well, that's like Wolverine. You know, well, no, that's what we're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of like that though. I mean, uh, that was awesome. Burn yeah, but that's what made like skull. the impact of Days of Future Past when that comic came out was because they killed Wolverine. Yeah. yeah, and they and the only way they could do it was burning his flesh straight off his bone, and he was just out of empty skeleton. But now you can't even do that because the human factor was so amazing. You can't, but you got to like burn a, it all. Yeah, you got to burn it all. <laughs> like there's got to be no brain tissue left. Not a gum and a tooth, nothing, man. That thing will just heal out. You know, there's a piece of flesh anywhere on there. It's like, oh, got I'm a, full Wolverine. He's got a nail that yeah, exactly. remembers everything. It's DNA, baby. It's all DNA. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else? Mighty Avengers, Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler number one comes out this oh, week. Oh, yeah. Is it Todd Knock, right? Yep. Uh, Secret Avengers number two, which if you like the political stuff, that's what Secret Avengers is. Uh, Superior Foes of Spider-Man number 11. Thunderbolts. Wait, what about the? Is it, when is the new Amazing Spider-Man come out? Did that come like out? two weeks? Oh, two weeks. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Thunderbolts and what if Age of Ultron? We got Flash Gordon. Flash. Flash. Ah. <laughs> I can't do that high right now. <laughs> Love that movie. Bloodshot, Caliban. What else? Oh, these are the trades now. No, these are all still comic books. Wow. Uh, let's see, Grim Fairy Tales Ascension and Robin Hood. King's oh, did I say it? Did somebody hear <laughs> yeah, me go did. there? Yeah, you did. Uh, Lumberjanes, actually. That's one that yeah, that's, you need to check out. What is that? What is that? Are they I'm literally let you just chicks? That yourself. It's literally just chicks They're chopping not wood. Chicks. They're women. Oh my God. They chopping know what wood. I'm saying. Chopping wood. <laughs> wow, that's not psychic. Actually, it's, actually, <laughs> it's, not it's written not suggestive oh, at I all. Who, I forgot who did it, but she has a huge tumbler falling. Tumbler falling. It's not Kelly Sue DeConnick. Is it? From remember. Marvel Girl? No, no, I don't think no. so. Okay, let's see. Lola XOXO. Uh, 
Magnus Robot Fighter, oh, regular show. I'm looking forward to that. Oh yeah, because you you actually like that. Yeah, yeah. And I thought the first issue was good. So, um, but no, that uh, that is going to do it for us. We are uh, we are out of time. In fact, we're over time. Uh oh, the usual. So we get paid time and a half. Um, we get paid. Yeah, which is so I'll I'll, I'll double what you're getting paid tonight, which nice. is zero. Zero. So, nice. Um, so add an extra zero to that. Woohoo! Uh, so yes, uh, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, coming to you again from the beautiful Four Color Fantasies <laughs> comic book store in Rancho Cucamonga. Uh, eh. That's the, the owner. The figure. owner says eh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> um, when I'm when I'm in a gaming area in a clean comic book store that smells terrific, has a big screen television, a giant Hulk, and I'm being safeguarded by the Silver Surfer, and employees with names on their shirt. And, so we know who we're and talking to. And most of them probably are freshly bathed. Yeah. I don't, you know. <laughs> they better be. <laughs> like, it's part of the hiring process. I think, uh, you otherwise, shower otherise we have a scrub room in the back. So. <laughs> it's Brillo pads. You it's know, just live Brillo uh, pads. It? <laughs> uh, it was seen from uh, uh, Silkwood. Scrub them down. It's the same concept. <laughs> Instead of lie, it's powdered sugar. No, no, it's straight up lie. It's just lie. You gotta contaminate. And then we Febreze them afterwards. <laughs> There's a contamination shower in the back. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, yeah, so check them out at www.fourcolorfantasies.com with the number four, uh, and facebook.com forward slash fourcolorfantasies. Uh, do you want to mention the- Yeah, also we have the psychic store. It is our, it is our, um, what do you call that? A, Discount Center. Mm-hmm. Um, it's located at our old location, 7172 Archibald Avenue, here in Ranch Cucamonga, just up the street from our main store. It's open five days a week, usually from 2 to 7, so, you know, uh, Wednesday through Sunday. Lots of stuff there, 40% off all of our back issues that are there, or more. We also have uh, Buy by the Pound comics, $4 a pound, 8 to 10 comics per pound. We have T-shirts for ten dollars. You're looking at convention prices. That's where you want to go. Convention every day. And it's a, and it's a, nice. it's a cash only though. For no, that, it's right? cash and credit now. So. Oh, it's now. Yeah, okay. We do take credit now. So. Oh, now Mike's gonna. I'll be there tomorrow. I know. Well, the last time I went there, I was like, this is gonna be great. Wait, yeah, oh. I'm sorry. We had to wait until we got a credit card set up. But it's up there now, so we do take your money, no matter how you bring it to us. So nice, <laughs> nice. Do you guys take food stamps? Food stamps? Do you Wicca? No, <laughs> actually not yet. I was thinking about that. I got chips and soda. That EBT. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> we can put the big banner out front. We accept EBT. <laughs> That's so bad. Uh, John, what do you got? I got uh, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> As usual, you can find me at www.drawhard.com and hit all the links so you can follow me on Tumblr, Facebook, Twitter, all that kind of fun stuff. My portfolio, check me out, DeviantArt. Uh, I do uh, accept commissions online. Just email me at john at drawhard.com. And uh, like I said, I will be at WonderCon Easter weekend, 18th through the 20th of this month in booth SP16. So come on by and say what's up. Sweet. And then, uh, of course, tune into my other show. Yeah, uh, Jack of All Nerds. It's a little slightly more risque in the sense that we swear a lot. Yeah, um, <laughs> more swearing. Jack of All Nerds. Uh, that is... Uh, the live show is actually Sunday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. on uh, www.chaoticradio.com. Um, we also sometimes do other shorter podcasts. Uh, and uh, on our website, you can also find... are you uh, doing Indiana Jones this uh, week? We are. This Friday, we're going to a midnight screening of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade by Nerds Like Us down at the Vista Theater in L.A. We'll be doing a podcast. The third one, Sean Connery. 
Yeah, for the 25th anniversary. Uh, so, yeah, so we will be doing that uh, on Friday night. This, uh, let's see, anything else? And we, I will actually be at WonderCon as well. Nice. Dressed as my uh, my favorite Batman villain. The Joker. The Joker. Uh, so, yeah, uh, check us out at www.jackofallnerdspodcast.com um, on Instagram and Twitter at jackofallnerds and uh, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash jackofallnerds. And uh, that's going to do it for us here on the comic book wrap-up. Chris, thank you for sitting down and chit-chatting with us. Thank you, Chris. (laughs) No problem, John. You're beautiful. Oh, no. You are with that beard. Oh. Yeah. It's like we'll get tangled. Yeah. (laughs) That's disgusting. It's about to get weird up in here. That's yeah. That's how we should sign out now. Just get weird. Just get weird. <laughs> just boop. So uh, see you tomorrow at the yeah. show. See, see you at the comic shop. See you at the comic shop. Hail Hydra. 